across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. So in light of the conference um, that we had very recently, the SA Investment Conference, um, there is a call by 12J Association of South Africa writing to President Cyril Ramaphosa calling on him to reassure local investors on the future of Section 12J investments first introduced by the government in 2009. Now to tell us more about this is Dino Zicolo, who is a chairman of 12J Association South Africa. Dino, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamelo. Thanks for having me. What's the concern, Dino? Well, I think the concern is that, you know, whilst the, the conference was overwhelmingly positive for South Africa and the president and the attendees had the right rhetoric, you know, talking around the need for new jobs, new skills and new opportunities and referencing the devastation that COVID-19 has caused, mm-hmm. the concern is that there wasn't enough potentially discussion around SMMEs and specifically the role that government has to play in the promotion of SMMEs, which anecdotally last year accounted for 50% of all of the employment opportunities in South Africa. Mm. And I think that's the reason that we as the 12J Association of South Africa wrote to the president uh, towards the second half of last week, asking him to reassure us regarding the future of what Section 12J uh, will look like going forward. Okay, there's this deadline, the 30th of June 2021. What's that deadline? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, the, it's the question everyone's asking at the moment, Pamelo. So what is Section 12J? Maybe that's a good place to start, mm-hmm. and then I can talk about the deadline. Mm-hmm. So Section 12J is an, import, an important piece of tax legislation that was brought in in our Income Tax Act in South Africa, as you said, in 2009. And what it does is it gives South African individuals, companies, and trusts the ability to write off their investments provided that they are made into Section 12J compliant companies. And what I mean by right off their investments is from a tax perspective, mm-hmm. you get a full deduction for anything that you invest in mm-hmm. a 12J compliant company. Those companies are managed by proper FSCA licensed fund managers who then go and make investments in SMMEs around the country. And we can talk a little mm-hmm. bit around what the industry has done to date in a second. Mm-hmm. Now, the big thing is that Section 12J as it currently stands will end in June of 2021 mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, as the industry stands at the moment, we have absolutely no insight as to what National Treasury and government's intentions are regarding the potential for an extension. And I think the important point is that if not extended, there will be significant consequences for job creation and SMME growth in the country. So, so how successful has it been while, while it was an act? So it's a good question. You know, from 2009 until 2015, not a whole lot happened in 12J, mainly because some of the issues um, were that the tax legislation wasn't optimal for investment into 12J. From 2015, when Treasury made some changes to the law that made it more attractive, it's really taken off. And I mean, to give you a highlights package based on a survey we've done with our members, Pamelo, mm. we has, as, as an industry have raised almost 10 billion rand from 2015 to date. Uh, and we think that about 80% of that is incremental. In other words, that's mm-hmm. money that probably wouldn't have otherwise been invested into SMMEs had it not been for 12J. The, the actual industry itself has invested into a whole range of businesses in renewable energy, student accommodation, hospitality and tourism, which I think is a big one, mm-hmm. agriculture and many more at an average size of 15 million rand per investment per business. So small, small and mid-sized businesses around the country. 
Most importantly for me, we believe that the industry since 2015 has created 10,500 jobs at an average cost per job of 126,000 rand. And that is a lot more favorable than other comparable government initiatives which, cre- which promotes job creation at a cost of up to 450,000 rand per job. So really, it's, it's been something that has started to make an impact. It's mm. been something that has started to promote investment into SMEs to create jobs. And of course, where there's more jobs and where there's more business, there's more taxes that are paid to the government. So at the end of the day, to the extent that this thing is successful, government should actually make more money in taxes than they give up initially. And, and the point here, you know, is that, you know, even though there is rhetoric, the, the point here is that people, governments, uh, businesses need to be incentivized to carry on doing something. So here it was working. It was starting to show fruit and, and we're likely to see it end. Well, we, we hope that we're not likely to see it end, but we don't know, you know, what the story is. I think your, your point is right. Is we're at an inflection point as an industry where this thing will probably be a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, mm. six years in the ecosystem of a small and medium-sized startup is not a long time. Mm-hmm. So the industry is in its infancy, and we're just getting going with making these investments. Now, if government and national treasury was to take away the 12-J incentive now, mm. it would almost be a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that it might not be successful as a consequence. Now, where we find ourselves as a country in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic is that there has never been a time, in my opinion, when SMMEs in South Africa need equity. And this is important. 12J requires that you make an equity investment, not debt or loans. There has never been a time when SMMEs need equity as much as they do right now. I mean, take an industry, for example, um, like hotels and tourism. You know, a lot of 12J money has gone into the hospitality sector, and there'd been some discussion around it up until now, whether it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. I mean, as a few anecdotes, number one, obviously with COVID, hotels and tourism have never needed equity money more than Mm. they do now. And ironically, they have one of the highest job multipliers Mm. of any industry in the country. Do you know, I mean, what do you read into exclusion? Maybe not deliberately, but exclusion of SMMEs into big conversations like what we had with the SA Investment Conference? No, look, I, I don't know. I do feel for the president and I do feel for the for the incumbent regime, Pamela. You know, they've got they've a got a huge yeah. amount of of things to deal with and they've got a massive task in navigating the country out of what is an extremely tricky situation. So mm-hmm. I suppose, you know, maybe the focus of the conference which has recently taken place has been more on the bigger businesses and enterprises in the country. And perhaps that's, you know, reading into it why some of the focus was a little bit more on the larger projects and, and the bigger businesses in the country. Mm. But, but I think that, you know, whilst I don't want to read into what it does and doesn't mean, because mm. if you look at, you know, the economic policy document that National Treasury released last year, it's littered with quotes around how important SMEs are for the future of South Africa and yep. economic growth. So, what I would rather say is that one should not forget about SMEs. Mm-hmm. And whilst at the moment, you know, the quick wins might come in the form of money going into big corporates who can move the needle really quickly, you need to make investment today into sustainable, you know, tax-paying, growth-generating businesses that will not just be there for six months to a year, but that will be there for a long time. And for me, initiatives like 12J, which promote SMEs becoming bigger businesses, is exactly that, uh, that need. So, Dina, how then do we bring back the focus into SMEs? You know, it's, it's not all lost, I think, from what you're saying. How do we bring back the focus? Yeah, I think what we need is we need to have a dialogue. And re- really, this for me is the, 
you know, the call that we as the 12J Association have uh, for government, which is that we would love to initiate a dialogue with the president, with the minister of finance, with the various committees in parliament and national treasury to say, look, you know, these are our views of why SMMEs are so important, and these are our views of why the initiative that ultimately government put in, this is, mm-hmm. a, this is a success story for government. Government brought this about, you know, and government are the ones to congratulate as regards the success of 12J up until now. But I think what we are calling for, and the way we will get this right going forward as a country, is to have a dialogue with the people in Parliament, with the people that make decisions, and to say, let's work in, in, in the spirit of a public partnership, mm-hmm. whereby we can work together to ensure that SMMEs have their due focus and attention and to make sure that there are appropriate incentives and initiatives out there that result in money going to, to the places we believe it should. So, do you know, in, in the time that you say it's been quite effective, in an ideal world, can Section 12J be improved upon? Yes, I think it can. You know, like any piece of legislation and any tax incentive, you know, when you bring in a piece of tax law, there will always be people who look for the loopholes and there will always be people who, who want to try and take advantage. And to give credit to National Treasury, you know, National Treasury in 2018 and, and again more recently have put measures in place to clamp down on abuse. Now, for me, that's fantastic. You know, and, and what does abuse look like? It typically looks like in the 12J environment, people claiming tax benefits when they aren't, in fact, making bona fide investments mm. into SMEs. Mm. So for me, Treasury have already started. And, and really what the call is, is let's continue. Now, now what does continuing to, to improve 12J mean? I think what we need to do is, is, is going back to the dialogue point that I made earlier, we would love to have a dialogue with Treasury and with government around what the things are about 12J that they like and that they don't like. Mm-hmm. For example, some of the industries that we've invested into, maybe they like certain of them and maybe they feel that funds are better redirected into other industries. Mm-hmm. Now, the point I make is that these are all nuances to the law that, mm. that shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't throw the baby yes. out of the bathwater, yeah. so to speak. Just because one doesn't like a certain piece of the legislation doesn't mean you should get rid of the whole thing. If you look, uh, for example, in the United Kingdom where, where there's an equivalent to 12J, it's been around for much longer than it has in South Africa. That's, you know, that is pages and pages and pages of legislation mm. making sure that government get the money exactly to where it should be. Mm. We're not there yet in South Africa, but we can go there provided that we have the opportunity to work collaboratively with government. In terms of, you know, just by way of judgment, I know it could be, it's not accurate, but h- how much has, has it been abused by those who obviously find loopholes in, in laws like this? I think in the beginning, Pimelo, there was a, there was a, a decent degree of abuse, to be to be honest, mm. and and there were reasons for that. You know, I mean, without getting too technical mm. into the way the law works, uh, you know, a lot of the abuse I think is, or at least in Treasury's eyes, was around people making investments into into things that weren't bona fide businesses. They were mm. either their own businesses mm. where the money had already flowed, but now they put it through mm. a tax uh, structure to get a tax break, mm. or they were they were very targeted in their nature, such that. You know, they, they were designed just for a tax break. Mm. Now, now, Treasury got rid of that in 2017-18. So whilst I think there probably was a decent amount of abuse up front, and when I say decent, I'm, I'm not by any stretch talking about anywhere close to the majority. You know, it may have been 5%, 10%, yeah. 15%. 
it now is almost impossible, in my opinion, to abuse the law because of, number one, the changes that Treasury made. But number two, and this really for me is important, is in the beginning, you could invest however much you wanted as an investor into a 12-year company. You could invest 100 million rand if you, if you were lucky enough to have that much money. Mm. What Treasury have also moved to do is to limit the amount that any investor can invest into one of these companies on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And so really now you've got a spread. It's almost like an alternative to a retirement annuity fund contribution. You've got a whole spread of investors out there that are contributing small amounts to making a difference to SMMEs. So, so really today, I think the abuse is closer to zero. Dina, if you don't mind, let's take a quick break and I'm going to welcome calls. Maybe people have questions around, um, you know, this uh, Section 12J and maybe there are some concerns. Let's take calls on 011-714-2006 as well as WhatsApps on 0614-104-107. SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Dino Zucolo is the chairperson of 12J Association South Africa. They are calling on the president to at least engage them in uh, trying to discuss what the future holds for SMMEs on the back of the SA Investment Conference that took place and just too little focus being given to SMMEs. Dino, when do we anticipate some sort of a response from the presidency? Do you have an indication or what's the plan? We don't have an indication at the moment. Um, you know, we received the, the standard response when we submitted our letter to the president. What we do know is that there is a process happening with National Treasury at the beginning of December where we will begin to ventilate some of these issues. I suppose we'll probably know with more clarity at the budget of next year what the direction is going to be. But, of course, the problem with the budget is that once it's announced in it's the budget, done. this is it's this done. is already sort of too late. Yeah. And, and I mean, and so that's the thing. You know, you you're not going to wait for that. What what do you think the plan is then for yourselves in the interim? So I think the plan for us is to try our best to get hold of as many stakeholders and and, and role players within government as possible. And you know, I, I suppose it's things like this, having these conversations publicly, that that make a difference because because you know, to the extent that one isn't able to to get hold of government through the traditional channels, things like the media make a big difference. And so really between now and the end of the year, we would like to get hold of as many people, be it the Minister of Finance, the Presidency, National Treasury, SARS, um, and, and the Standing and Select Committees on Finance and Parliament, where, where I'll be presenting tomorrow, to, to have the conversation. And, and that really is the strategy between now and the end of the year. Okay. Paul, you're calling us from Durban. Good afternoon. Yes, hi. I just wanted to talk a little bit about whether these uh, Section 12Js were actually doing what they were intended to do, mm. um, because a lot of them deal with uh, things like student accommodation, um, which is a property type investment, which mm. is not really developing the SMME industry, which is really what Section 12J was all about. So I think when one says there's, there's no abuse, I'm not sure if that's inherently correct or true, uh, because they're not being used for their intended purpose. Mm. Just down the line, Paul, do you know your response to that? No, I think it's a great question. And this comes to the point earlier around not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, which is that, you know, the 12J legislation is very clear as to what you may or may not invest into. And something like student accommodation for me is a, is a, is a brilliant point of discussion, right? So student accommodation, for example, as an industry, spans all the way from a person who has a building with five or ten beds in it, all the way to big corporates, uh, you know, who play in the space. Now, 
The question is, if you listen to the, the State of the Nation address from the President at the beginning of this year, student accommodation formed a key element of his policy agenda where he spoke about the needs for hundreds of billions of rands to address the student bed shortage in the country. So, so the question, I suppose, one, one needs to, to have to that to that statement is we need to get more into the detail. What size of student accommodation building are you, are you looking at? What type of operator are you looking at? And then should Section 12J simply be an incentive that is there based on, I suppose, the size of the business, or should it be more, which is, you know, should it be in line with government's strategic policy and agenda for which student accommodation, as an example, is, is very much one? Paul, you good with that? Um, yes, no, I think it's a... a Thanks very much for that, Paul. Uh, Paul, there calling us from Durban. I mean, your parting shot. Do you know you're saying you're presenting to Parliament tomorrow? Yes. Mm. And and I mean, what what are, obviously are you what are you highlighting tomorrow? Just again, a plea for for more engagement from the presidency and Treasury. Yeah, so there's a bit of background to this. So the, the, the previous time that the 12J Association was given an opportunity to present in Parliament was around this time last year, where we did have a very good conversation with um, the Select Committee of Finance in Parliament, which is chaired by, by Mr. Yunus Karim, around the benefits of 12J and, and what you know the pros and cons are of the incentive. At the time, they asked us to go away and present them with concrete evidence around you know what we have and haven't done. And so I think a key element of the conversation tomorrow from our perspective is to be to feed back to Parliament around some of the statistics that you know I've quoted to you today, which have only come about by way of the survey that we released earlier this year. I think the key message to government, and, and you know, there's a few of them. The first is that as we've discussed, SMMEs really, really do need investment now more than ever. Secondly. You know, with COVID-19, we think 12J is an effective mechanism to get money into industries where probably it wouldn't go at the moment, for example, hotels and and tourism and and even potentially student accommodation. The third is that, as we've mentioned, we've created 10,500 jobs, and we think that on these current trajectories, we can get closer to 45,000 just with the investments we already have. But I think the key point to Treasury is this. If you take, take learnings out of what's happened in the U.K., you know, where in the UK, in any one year, the amount of tax that the underlying investee businesses and their equivalents of Section 12J pay every year mm-hmm. is more than the deductions that they grant under their equivalent legislation in that same year. So the point is that if government sticks with this, if mm-hmm. government gives it the time period that it needs to incubate and to grow, we should get a self-funded ecosystem of SMME investments in South Africa where the underlying businesses through CGT, through VAT, through PAYE, through corporate tax, etc., actually funded itself to the fiscus. And for me, that's a real win-win for South Africa. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Dino, and looking forward to what, ha- what the outcome is of, of your plan in trying to engage Treasury and Presidency as well in getting attention to what the plight of the SMMEs is Dino Zucholo, who is uh, chairman of the 12J Association South Africa, and that conversation will be available as a podcast.